Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. President Biden is praising U.S. intelligence workers while also warning them not to underestimate Chinese President Xi Jinping. He is deadly earnest about becoming the most powerful military force in the world, as well as the largest and most prominent economy in the world. Today, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin clarified the Pentagon's position. We don't seek, uh, you know, a conflict with, with China. We recognize that we will compete. So we're going to talk to Mike Lyons a little bit about uh, China and other things. Mike Lyons is our go-to military analyst, served with all kinds of military organizations in both the United States and Europe throughout his career. Um, was commander uh, during Operation Desert Shield and Desert Storm, awarded the Bronze Star for his actions in combat. Also has a bachelor of science degree from uh, West Point, and we love talking to him about all things military. Mike Lyons, welcome to the show. Hi, Jack. Great to be back with you. You know, before we get into the details of uh, the military stuff, and it's more that's more technical and things you can predict. How much of uh, how much of military strategy is trying to read somebody's personality, like President? I shouldn't even call him President, Dictator Xi, and trying to figure out is he the kind of guy that would try to move on move on Taiwan or not? Yeah, no, it's, you know, rational leader theory. It happens all the time in foreign policy and, and how diplomats try to, uh, you know, when they put together their deals. So, but from the military's perspective, you have to consider all possibilities from the worst possible thing as he launches a first strike nuclear attack to he sits back and does nothing and lets us uh, basically wind up our military and put it into position where it can do something. So the military's got a tougher job because it, again, has to take in all those scenarios where when you're, Sitting across the table as a diplomat, you, you just have to look at it and say, well, is he rational? Is he going to be rational and try to negotiate from there? 
Are you comfortable making a read on him, or are you not comfortable without having more information? Oh, no, I think he's definitely very aggressive moving forward. I mean, what he's done in the South China Sea in the past five years, he's you know built missile bases. He didn't build condos. He's not moving people out there into those places. Uh, another report came out in the New York Times that shows uh, nuclear sites in some of their deserts uh, in, in, the, in the western part of China that will clearly threaten Europe. The, these ICBMs fundamentally can, be, can hit the United States. Um, they need to be part of any future Russia-U.S. nuclear proliferation, uh, you know, treaty uh, that 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 have that have since expired. Right now, I mean, there's real threat that uh, that there's an arms race taking place, and it's not just the U.S. and Russia; it's not the U.S. and China and Russia. Well, since you brought up Russia, and we'll get back to China in a second, uh, they announced last week that they've got a supersonic weapon that 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 that, that they say are. Our uh, technology can't stop a missile mm-hmm. and a new plane that uh, matches our best stuff. Are you worried about that? I, no, I'm not. I mean, those are kind of fire once and, and in some ways fire and forget. Um, the, the, none of them are really end-of-the-world weapons. I mean, the existential threat still remains the 1,500 nuclear-tip warheads that could be fired from uh, their their launch sites inside of Russia. Uh, they could decide to move their people into to bunkers to try to prevent anything that would happen on, on the way back if we decided to respond. The, exe- the existential threat is really that as opposed to any kind of one, of, one or two one-off weapons they might create. It might create havoc or so, and we'll eventually come up some way to, to fight against it, but it can't be mass-produced, and it won't be something that will affect over the long run. Mike Lyons, military analyst. So back to China. It troubled me. I was watching the opening ceremony of the Olympics with my son, and uh, they don't call Taiwan Taiwan in the Olympics. They call it the right. Chinese Republic of Taipei or something like right. that. And I thought, wow, so the world bends over backwards to uh, to go with the language that China wants because they don't consider Taiwan a country. Yeah, the more you see things out there and project that this is where this great um, you know nation battle is going to take place um there, there was a recent war game that took place but last year again us versus china over taiwan it took place well into the future 10 years and we got our butts kicked in it and uh, you know again war games are you know it happens all the time and it's not that not that big a deal in some ways but what's the big deal is that they release the results of it usually these are you know class, mm. you know classified and they keep these things in close hold um, and that's because we kind of fought the normal way we normally fight, and that's we kind of wind up our military. You, know, you look at the last two wars; we wound up, you know, with Desert Storm. We took five months. We brought all the troops there. Even in Iraq, we wound up and brought all the troops there. China's not going to let any of that happen. China's going to come after us initially first with a cyber attack that'll knock all our command and control out, and then they'll they're going to go after our carriers. They'll go right after our navy right away. So this was no match in this war game that took place in the air force run it and, and maybe you know they didn't you know, lean towards the navy like they should have but but i think there's no question china's going to fight differently than anyone we haven't seen since you know really the second world war wow that is troubling stuff so i take in a lot of podcasts about this stuff and um it seems to me that the biden administration uh, the obama administration kind of tried it and trump tried it and then biden's going further with it uh, just like saying okay the hell with the Middle East, we got to focus on China. And so getting into position, like you call it winding up, um, getting uh-huh. into position so that there's a deterrent that China won't, the, the best way to win the war, the battle for Taiwan, is to make it clear to China that it wouldn't be easy to do. So we're, we're trying to focus that direction. Is that what we're doing? 
Exactly. There's an article written by a congressman out talking about, you know, prepare now for this war that's going to take place in, in the Pacific. It's not theory. I mean, it's really going to be. And, you know, again, in Desert Storm and in the first Iraq, we wound up. We had the opportunity to move hundreds of thousands of troops to the region. Um, they did nothing. I'll tell you a quick story. We were in August of, of 1990, we were sitting in a conference room watching the 24th Infantry Division come off their boats, uh, their ships, and, and being deployed inside of Saudi Arabia, had the Iraqis attacked them and destroyed that division while they were in the port, basically, um, the, whole, the Middle East looks completely different. It would have taken, some, they say, four years to get back a foothold on wow. them. So they, they just didn't do anything, and that's the point. The Iraqis had that capability but they just I'd, I'd call it guts, call it whatever you want to do it. But the Chinese will. The Chinese will do that. They'll they'll go after. They'll sink a carrier with five thousand sailors on it and go on to the next one. They won't think anything of it. And I think that's that's the difference between this enemy versus previous enemies we've had over the past thirty years. Wow, and their ability with their population and just their uh, the, the, their attitude, their nationalism, uh, their ability to uh, absorb losses is something right. unlike you know certainly anything that the Western powers would do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, the first attack comes cyber. They're going to blind us. They'll shut our command and control down. The, the, where, where this war game failed was they did that, and we have a lot of joint things. We have a lot of sexy technology that kind of connects a lot of dots, and, you know, it, it, you find a target in one side of the battlefield, and it allows that to be communicated to the, the group that's over there. Well, if you shut the, all that stuff down and that side doesn't see it, um, then the threats are just – they just keep magnifying, and that, that's what this war game showed. And, and, again, the fact that they released this tells me – that they're concerned about it um, and that they're going to start moving and changing certain things and, 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 and bring different people in, different leaders in, because we're going to have to fight a very different war, likely within the next 10 years. And I hate to say that. i got a son in the Navy. Believe me, I'm not, I'm not looking to advocate for this. No. But this is, what, this is what the world is as it currently is outlined. And, and who knows? Maybe we won't even fight for Taiwan when the time comes. Who knows, when, who knows what the, exactly wow. our people do. Yeah, and that, the world would look different the, the day we make that decision. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, we want to be this Pacific power. We want to be this uh, power. We're going to have to reallocate a lot of those resources towards the strategic weapons. We're going to have to do better in space. We're going to have to become more resilient in our in our cyber, and and we're going to have to have um, a navy that's going to be able to protect airfields and protect its carriers from what's going to be a very nasty Chinese threat of, of missiles and all kinds of uh, technology that they have that other our enemies didn't have in the past. It's so hard to wrap your head around, I think, for most people, the idea of a country attacking us. It's just it's been so long and it's been so unlikely most of everybody's lives that uh, mm-hmm. it, it just seems like, well, nobody would ever do that. We're the big bad, you know, we're the, we're, we're the big bad bully. Nobody would ever do that. But time will come. I mean, the history of the world is the history of the world. And the time will come when somebody takes a shot. Yeah, Jack, and you're right. And, and the bottom line is this is still an away game for us, right? I mean, we still have to deploy all these resources, eight, nine, 12 time zones from, from here in order to get that done. Um, and, and But the Chinese, again, are, are the type that could do that and could reach us here in the U.S. and could reach us on the West Coast and the East Coast and wow. go after our cities. Are, are we willing to trade off Taiwan for New York City, for Atlanta, for Los Angeles, San Francisco? I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know what an American president does. 
we, we made bad assumptions in this in this war game. We didn't assume that they would nobody would use nuclear weapons. I think that's a bad assumption. It's a good, the movie Midway has got a great example of what happened. With the Japanese tried to G two and figure out what was going to happen at Midway before, and they made the Japanese American side fight a certain way, and they fought. They didn't fight the way the Americans were going. They wanted to fight because they were losing, and they, they just didn't want to see it that way. And that's the question here. We have to become much more open as to what what's the realm of possibilities and be ready for that uh, that scenario. Man, that's fascinating stuff. I'm just the kind of guy I could talk to you about that all day long, but we are out of time. Mike Lyons, yeah. we always appreciate your time. We'll link your Twitter account to ours, and uh, people should follow you. Great, Jack. Thanks very much. Great Thank you. Talk. Yeah, it, it, you talk about something that we can't imagine. We just can't imagine that another country would actually ever use nuclear weapons. Well, it's going to happen someday, and you have to be prepared for it. And, you know, every indication from Winnie the Pooh over there in China is that he's hell-bent on, on, you know, becoming the dominant force in the world. Um, what's the old saying when somebody, you know, tells you who they are, believe them, that sort of thing, or shows you who they are, believe them? That's what she's doing. He's showing, he's telling everybody, he's showing the world who he is. We need to believe him. Armstrong and Getty. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.